The B-Rad Podcast is brought to you by MoFo, male optimization formula with organs to boost testosterone. Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece, mind-blowing nut butter blend now available on Amazon. Bala Enzyme, electrolyte and triple enzyme recovery drink mix. Paleo Valley, nutrient-rich ancestral-inspired health products. By Optimizers, performance supplements like magnesium, probiotics, and more. And B-Rad Whey Protein Super Fuel, coming soon. Stay tuned for details. And please visit bradkearns.com to check out my personal selection of favorite products for health, fitness, and peak performance with great discounts for listeners. And here we go with the show. If you can go to the uh, desiccated organ capsules, you will up your organ game and uh, have no problem you know, existing uh, with these meal choices rather than feeling deprived and, and dreaming and wishing that you could uh, go back to the pizza place and stuff your face. Best diet is one that's uh, nourishing and psychologically pleasing that you enjoy enough to stick to. I want to tell you about Inside Tracker, an awesome new ultra personalized nutrition and lifestyle program that combines data from your comprehensive blood panels, genetic test results, and lifestyle and fitness data from a Fitbit, for example, and organizes everything into one super cool online portal of your personal health. I am just getting going with this, and it's awesome. It has everything in one spot. For every blood result, you can click on a blog post or watch a video to learn more about these values. It's a great education in general health and self-quantification, and it was developed by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometric data from MIT, Tufts, and Harvard. The patented Inside Tracker algorithm calculates your so-called inner age, and it shows each biomarker as either optimized, needs to improve, or at risk. And then you can take precise corrective action with a science-backed plan to reach your performance goals. Oh, mercy, people. On my first round of testing, guess what my inner age was? 62! Shocker! Because I just turned 56. I'm sorry. You know what? When I delivered that blood test, I believe I was a little overtired, and several of my biomarkers were deemed to be subpar. So I made some changes as directed. I recovered better, rested, went back, and delivered way better numbers at the next blood test. The Insight Tracker motto is change is an inside job and that is for real you got to keep tabs on this stuff to be at your best and they have an amazing deal just for brad podcast listeners they are going to give away a grand prize of $1,500 in Inside Tracker value. So to enter, all you have to do is go to insidetracker.com slash bradpod, B-R-A-D-P-O-D. Check it out right now at the link and enter the contest. Okay, here we go with some quick tips to boost your overall health and fitness, delay aging, and generally clean up your act, inspired by a nice email from an old friend who reached out to me at the tender age of 64 looking for some guidance and some focused tips and insights. 
And this guy is a lifelong, highly accomplished endurance athlete, extreme outdoorsman, but he had gone a little off track, uh, what with quarantine and some personal upheaval in life, right? Who can't relate to all that? So here's his epic email, uh, kind of a one-liner. Okay, Brad. Okay, Brad. After seeing you in one of your latest Instagram posts, I'm a believer. Can you give me some quick tips I want to turn things around, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, I wonder which post it was. Hmm. Was it the fatty popcorn boy getting his six-pack back? Was it me assuming my yoga wheel position on the beach in Hawaii, a component of my morning routine, probably the hardest move? Who knows? But it doesn't matter, and I appreciate the inspiration for this podcast and the opportunity to uh, engage on this level. So thank you so much for writing in. Uh, so my friend relates that he has been recently going through some really stressful life circumstances leading to, hey, drinking a little bit too much and eating way too many uh, snacks like muffins, chips, and so forth. Uh, so back to the quote, hey, can you help a 64-year-old geezer with an eating program? But here's my caveat. Uh, For me to be able to adhere to this, to see it through, I can only shop two to three times a week because I live in a rural area. And also, can you share an example of what you eat in a day so I can model that? Uh, So here's my new strategy, listeners. You got to reel people in and see if they really are interested and get a little bit of back and forth, get them participating in the exchange rather than slamming them uh, with an excess of information that might intimidate them or might not elicit total buy-in. So I made this mistake uh, several years ago. Uh, My friend shockingly reported another lifelong athlete, childhood friend, and um, he had gone in for one of those routine body scans, like you see the advertisement on the internet or the newspaper, full body scan, $800, check everything. And um, so he went and did that and uh, discovered that he had some major blockages and had like a four-way stent operation in his mid-50s coming right off the athletic fields. This guy is a hardcore competitor in numerous sports, tennis, soccer, uh, all kinds of stuff, you name it. Um, and so that was a big shocker to all of us. Um, And, um, you know, it turned out that he had some lifestyle change in order. So I presented him with a comprehensive, probably 1200 word email, uh, breaking down all the categories and the foods and the exercise programs. And his classic, uh, reply, uh, was like, cool, thanks, exclamation point after a very thoughtful and hours-long composition of everything I could throw at him to uh, help him with his uh, life transformation and transition. So I realized, um, you know, maybe he wasn't open and receptive to a massive information dump at that time, and maybe there would be a potential at some other time, but I um, uh, I needed to work with a lively and engaged audience. So since you're listening to this, I'm going to put you in that wonderful category and continue. Uh, But again, this is a friend I hadn't heard from in a long time. And so my initial response was really um, uh, concise 
And I said, you know, I've had a lot of success making things simple and focused and doable. Uh, I'm really into this uh, animal-based strategy of prioritizing the most nutritious foods. Uh, i talking to you now, listener, about my carnivore scores chart. If you haven't downloaded that, please go to bradkearns.com, find the link on the homepage and download the free PDF, print it out, put it on your refrigerator. Uh, but that's my main dietary focus is looking to maximize the nutrient density uh, with your food choices. And that gives you that satiety. It helps you effortlessly maintain ideal body composition because you have such dietary satisfaction and you're crowding out your potential for eating the indulgent foods, the hyper palatable foods that get in the way of a lot of peak performance goals. Um, so back to my really short response, um, you know, just think about emphasizing nutritious foods that are delicious and satisfying and, um, you know, get, get on a program there. And of course we have some exercise objectives. I've really found my morning routine to be helpful to get me started in the right way, blah, blah, blah. And, and then, uh, that's it. Send. Um, and the reply came back, uh, asking for more details and, um, making some comments and sharing more personal information. And so, you know, now we're, now we're, you got a, a fish on the line. We're in business and we can engage on a real and meaningful level. And I'm mentioning these details because again, I've made the mistake of being an overly enthusiastic health promoter, uh, blabbing on at whatever it is, a, a social gathering, and maybe the person's just being polite and they're not really interested. So I'm trying to hold my cards uh, close to the pocket. Um, in the old days, I used to talk to people on airplanes, and now I'm mostly sleeping whenever I get that chance on an airplane. Uh, but, you know, it's that great example of when you're sitting there in a seat for uh, a one hour to five hours with a stranger, and you can kind of get a feel for whether they want to hear your life story or not and, and all that kind of thing, right? So uh, now we're into the mix. I told him about the carnivore scores chart. And I also mentioned how, uh, you know, that opening line of being simple and focused and doable, that I've kind of uh, narrowed my food choices in recent times, just to uh, pursue that goal. And so I'm not looking for this incredible dietary indulgence and variety every single day. My favorite meals are steak and eggs. Um, I have my morning smoothie, which I'll describe in further detail as, uh, as time goes on, especially when my protein product comes to market. But I'm pretty much a pattern guy. And I feel like that does contribute to success, especially today when uh, the majority of people, even health enthusiasts, are walking around admitting that they're carrying a little too much excess body fat. And that's because of our incredible opportunity for nonstop indulgence and variety and snacking and easy access. So if you can put any sort of restrictions and guidelines into place, um, such as on the Fatty Popcorn Boy Saga podcast, I talked about just making really an arbitrary or a random rule that I wasn't going to consume any calories before 12 noon. And a lot of people do that. The 16-8 eating pattern is very popular, the time-restricted eating where you're fasting every day for 16 hours and then your calories are consumed within an eight-hour window, for example, 12 noon to 8 p.m. So I stuck that in there. I don't adhere to it now, but at the time when I needed to drop 
drop 10 pounds of excess body fat. Uh, that was a very helpful strategy just to keep me from uh, complete indulgence and lack of restriction. Uh, and then uh, experimenting with, for example, keto when I did that years ago. And that was during the research and writing of the Keto Reset Diet with Mark Sisson, published in October 2017, and still a bestseller. Oh, yeah, because it was one of the early books about keto. It was great. It was comprehensive. It's still a fantastic read. And it was a wonderful experience to go deep into that um, that, that, that journey of ketogenic diet where you're restricting your carbohydrates uh, sufficiently to prompt uh, the production of ketones in the liver. And as we've taken great pains to explain, this is not intended as a lifelong permanent strategy unless that's something that's uh, extremely effective for you. And a lot of people are showing that um, strict keto has been a, a godsend to help them recover from metabolic damage. But for active athletic folks that have uh, good blood work and good body fat, uh, we more consider it, Mark and I consider it a tool, a strategy to use to have at your disposal uh, for a short-term experience, especially if you're trying to uh, enhance your fat metabolism, maybe drop a few pounds of excess body fat. But when you're doing something like that, you're automatically setting yourself up for success because of the restrictive nature of the diet. That is also true for uh, someone who's dropping everything and deciding to go vegan. They're probably going to feel fantastic for a certain period of time because their diet is cleaned up and hopefully they're choosing uh, the nutritious foods of the plant community rather than a grain-based uh, snack-based, processed foods-based uh, vegan experience. But any departure from the uh, complete uh, unrestricted, indulgent nature of uh, the standard Western eating patterns with all those hyperpalatable processed foods is going to be a huge success. And then when we get further down the road, we want to optimize for our personal uh, factors and distinctive needs. And that's where I'm going to be a strong advocate for things like uh, the, the the diet that emphasizes the most nutrient-dense foods. Uh, you could call it an animal-based diet like Dr. Paul Saladino discusses. Um, I half joked that when I lost my 10 pounds of fat and got back to my triathlon racing weight from decades ago over the past year, that I was following the C&C diet, which stands for carnivore-ish and chocolate. Because I love dark chocolate, I've become quite a connoisseur. I eat the finest brands in the world, uh, searching the globe for the finest bean-to-bar artisan chocolate, and I will enjoy squares of those uh, whenever I want, <laughs> which might be even in the morning hours instead of fasting in a regimented manner until 12 noon. Uh, so they might replace a meal if I'm uh, busy and, and running around or not inclined to prepare uh, a second or third meal of the day. Uh, but just having kind of that... Um, uh, focused nature of my eating pattern, I think will be successful for just about everybody, uh, especially if you're emphasizing nutritious foods that you really enjoy and can adhere to. Remember my podcast guest, Dr. Herman Ponser, uh, proclaiming that pretty much, this is quote, pretty much any diet is a gimmick and him going back to his life's work in uh, caloric expenditure among primates, not just humans, but other animals, and how our daily calorie expenditure is largely constrained by Homo sapiens uh, genetic particulars. So uh, the amount of exercise we do, uh, an, an assortment of adjustments and compensations occur such that we burn around the same number of calories every day, whether we exercise or not. Uh, you can 
can go listen to those two fascinating interviews I did with him, including the second show where I played devil's advocate and said, hey, man, come on. What about the Tour de France guys? We know they're burning a massive amount of calories every day. They're all lean and mean. And he explained uh, all the adjustment factors and considerations that uh, validate the idea that exercise exercise calories burned don't meaningfully contribute to your fat reduction goals in the way that we think so. Okay, so he said uh, the best diet is one that's uh, nourishing and psychologically pleasing that you enjoy enough to stick to, and that's pretty much the essence of it, uh, that provides the right number of calories to help you maintain optimal body composition. So back to my uh, tongue-in-cheek C&C diet, hey, maybe there's something to it. Maybe I'll write uh, my next book and title it that because it has been extremely effective for me and continues to be so. Okay, um, so with further interest, I am continuing with my uh, suggestions to my friend and uh, asserting that you kind of have to force your way into healthy eating patterns. You cannot do it with an epic amount of willpower and monk-like focus because it's too difficult uh, to override those profound uh, physiological and psychological uh, reactions to uh, eating processed, uh, rewarding, and indulgent foods. Uh, the dopamine receptors in your brain that light up when you consume uh, sugar and processed carbohydrates will go looking for those chips and direct you right toward uh, the chip aisle, even when you've uh, sworn and written on sticky notes that you want to stay away from this stuff. So you have to put rules and restrictions into place and then default and land in a pattern of healthy eating for example, because you don't allow those things in your home. Uh, so what I uh, suggest is if you orchestrate these really healthy, nutritious meals uh, and enjoy your meal times tremendously, then you're going to have that expectation that the chips and the muffins and the extra <laughs> drinking calories will uh, magically uh, fade into the background because you are so satisfied and enjoy your nutritious diet uh, so much. So the first objective course is to uh, not have that stuff in your house, establish some rules and guidelines and restrictions for shopping, and then perhaps, especially for an active person, uh, have a nice big breakfast with six eggs and a full avocado and some steak, some ground beef. I like to make everything and wrap it up in corn tortillas, fried corn tortillas, so they're just slightly crispy. Uh, and starting your day, uh, taking the initiative, I'm, I'm giving that suggestion, especially to active people, where uh, a really nutritious breakfast can set the tone for a nice energy-stable day and a um, an avoidance of the snack foods and the indulgent foods that might leak their way into the picture, especially if you are trying too hard uh, to prolong your fasting periods and use willpower and use uh, the intense focus. Dr. Ron Sinha on a recent show talked about this where a lot of his patients, uh, his highly motivated type A Silicon Valley folks, will overdo fasting to the extent that they get undernourished and people going for the popular strategy of one meal a day will, uh, sure enough, make it all the way to the early dinner, but then they'll go and eat indiscriminately because they're uh, self-congratulating for lasting so long without eating, but it doesn't really kind of defeats the purpose if you're waiting to that one meal a day and then you're going out and, uh, you know, going out and getting a bunch of 
fried chicken wings and pizza and what have you. Um, so I say the same for dinner, uh, having these rich, delicious, nutrient-dense, delicious dinners. Um, I also mentioned that I treat myself to dark chocolate. It's the very best quality chocolate that I can find, usually in the 80 to 90% range, and enjoy the heck out of every single square. So to summarize my approach, this is going back to the, um, the written email and, and helping you get focused on all, all the comments I've made so far. Uh, setting yourself up for success with great shopping choices, great meal choices. And then uh, he asked me for my typical uh, daily eating in detail. And so here it goes. Tons of dark chocolate. (laughs) If you want to lose weight, you have to eat less food. Remember, that's his uh, goal uh, starting out of the gate is to drop some excess body fat. Um, So if you have a square of dark chocolate or two or four in the morning, instead of sitting down to a meal, hey, that strategy has worked for me. I've also been making this wonderful super fuel high protein morning smoothie where I throw in uh, frozen raw liver chunks I throw in raw eggs. I throw in an assortment of powders, uh, some very high-quality whey protein isolate. I dump everything in there. I dump all my organ supplements in there. So, you know, you're talking about 20 pills going in there, much easier to uh, adhere to the program and, and, and swallow all those rather than trying to remember to open up all the bottles every single day. And this smoothie Besides being a sort of a a medicine for the athlete, right, I'm getting all these different uh, powders and specialized supplements that I need. Uh, It also happens to fill me up pretty much all day, and I feel great until it comes to be around dinner time. And I've only started this uh, over the past year. Um, I'm super excited about it. I think it's a real winning ticket, uh, not only for the uh, the overpowering goal of trying to drop excess body fat, but also to recover optimally for workouts and also to nourish yourself successfully. Um, everyone talks about how important it is to have liver in your diet and the other true superfoods of the planet, the pastured eggs. Uh, but sometimes we will, um, uh, you know, miss out on meal preparation uh, of the ideal foods. So now you just throw it in the smoothie and it's very convenient. Uh, it's time efficient. And um, there's things like creatine that now the research is uh, mounting that especially uh, aging active folks, aging athletes uh, will have tremendous benefit from upping their intake from what you get even from uh, the healthiest and most strategic diet. Uh, So creatine, we've long been told to take five grams a day. Uh, Ben Greenfield just mentioned research that now it's okay or recommended to take up to 10 grams a day of creatine. And yes, you're going to get creatine from uh, from animal foods, especially steak, uh, but not to that extent unless you're having, you know, three steaks every day and that kind of thing. Same goes for some of the other specialized supplements. I'm such a big fan of ancestral supplements and my uh, MOFO formulation, which is um, designed for male hormone testosterone optimization, but it's a compilation of uh, testicles, prostate, heart, liver, and bone marrow. And these are things that are not typically on the menu. And so if you can go to the uh, uh, desiccated organ capsules, you will up your organ game without having to go to the unfamiliar uh, section of the butcher shop and be buying these things and cooking up your kidney, heart, bone marrow, and all the things that they offer in a bottle. So uh, if you go to my website, 
bradkearns.com and click on the MoFo link, you'll learn all about the male optimization formula with organs. So again, back to my winning formula here. We got the dark chocolate, uh, the very best quality. We got the morning super fuel high protein smoothie. That's a new addition to the program. And then I'm a big fan of ButcherBox. Uh, There's a discount special offer you can see on my uh, recommended products page on the website. Uh, But oh my gosh, they have the highest quality um, animal foods from heritage breed pork, pasture-raised fowl, and grass-fed all kinds of uh, steak and beef. And I customize my box. It arrives on my doorstep every month, uh, frozen, good quality, uh, very affordable compared to going over to the market and getting sticker shock when you're trying to buy a grass-fed steak. And it also keeps me focused because I have this commitment of uh, the, the box arriving every month. But again, you can tweak your account anytime you want to uh, speed up an order or delay it a week or two. And these guys are so popular for this reason. I think you're going to love it. So check out ButcherBox. Check out my um, special offer if you get something free added to your box uh, forever for the life of your account. And I think my freebie is ground beef. So I get this wonderful grass-fed ground beef every time uh, my order comes because I took advantage of an early promo. And so my meals will be centered on working through that butcher box shipment every month. I also eat a ton of eggs. Uh, you can't eat too many eggs. Oh my gosh, if you're Uh, still in that mindset that um, eggs are a concern for your cholesterol and for your heart disease risk. This information is now uh, 30, 40 years backdated, flawed, and never accurate in the first place. And I encourage you to expand your consciousness and realize that eggs are the original uh, life force essential food of the planet. Humans have been eating them for two and a half million years, and uh, all kinds of research has uh, validated the the, the quick takeaway concept that the cholesterol content of your diet has no correlation to your blood cholesterol levels. And so this idea that egg whites are still on the menu, uh, I remember a recent restaurant where they called it the triathlete omelet uh, made with egg whites. In other words, associating a triathlon and uh, egg whites and removing the yolks, associating those two things with health, when in fact, in many cases, triathloning is not associated with health and egg whites are certainly not correlated with health in the manner that egg yolks are. And in fact, with my smoothie, I will oftentimes um, uh, break just the uh, the yolks in there. So I'll have like five egg yolks or maybe a couple full eggs and, and just load up on the yolks because that's where the true uh, nutrient density comes from. The egg whites are pure protein. It's a pretty high quality source of protein, um, but it's nothing like the yolk with the, the choline and the vitamins A, C, E, K. Oh my gosh, just the uh, centerpiece of Um, nutrient density, vastly superior to anything in the plant kingdom, uh, it should be pointed out. Okay, so my meals are emphasizing the the animal-based strategy as found in ButcherBox. If I'm dining out, I'm mostly trying to find stuff that I uh, can't 
replicate at home. So I'm not inclined to go order a steak at a restaurant because I can do a much better job cooking a bigger steak at home, less expensive, uh, not using the refined industrial seed oils, which are often used for restaurant meals. So even that wonderful expensive steak at the high-end restaurant, generally speaking, uh, are using these oils in the kitchen. And it's, it's really a disaster. It's a huge concern. And maybe in 5, 10, or 20 years, everything will correct and everyone will be uh, woke as far as um, the, the stuff to avoid in diet, but it takes a long time for culture and society to change. My son was recently working in a very, very high-end restaurant to the tune of $100 steaks. Okay, so we're talking big time. And yeah, uh, present in even in that kitchen was an inexpensive, cheap jug of likely uh, highly oxidized and aged blend of vegetable oil. Sometimes they will mention um, all olive oil at a restaurant and you'll find out that it's a olive oil blend. <sighs> Just like Paul Newman's salad dressing that I consumed for many years. Remember, it's called um, olive oil and red wine vinegar. It's a great tasting salad dressing. And um, it took me a while to uh, examine the label. Uh, I assumed it was an olive oil dressing. And you read that label, that, that tragic misrepresentation of marketing, and shame on Paul Newman for putting his face on something like that. Uh, but the ingredients are uh, olive oil and then vegetable oil blend of canola and or cottonseed. And I'm like, holy crap, they can't even specify the oil because it's like whatever's available and cheap uh, at the warehouse dock uh, that month to go ship and make some more uh, shitty uh, salad dressing that is directly associated with heart disease, cancer, and uh, loss of hundreds of thousands of lives every year due to the presence of these highly toxic, high-refined industrial seed oils uh, still remaining in the human diet. Uh, my friend Dr. Kate Shanahan, one of the world's leading anti-oil uh, crusaders, and you can hear uh, a great podcast content on that on my channel and also on YouTube where I have a short interview uh, of about 15 minutes with Kate and Luke Shanahan detailing how the restaurants are still using this crap on their $100 steaks. Uh, and of course, the fast food and the processed food is laden with these refined industrial seed oils. Oils, but you got to be careful when you're dining out. And so I'm going out and looking for things like sushi that's hard to replicate at home, uh, some Thai food, and trying to be um, very uh, diligent with my food choices. Uh, interestingly, uh, since my exposure to the carnivore movement back in 2019, I've pretty much eliminated um, vegetables, uh, especially the uh, the vegetables that have high levels of plant toxicity, including uh, the highly regarded uh, leafy greens and uh, those kind of categories, uh, tomatoes, onions, uh, and, and other vegetables that were previously a centerpiece of my diet. So basically, since May of 2019, that's almost three years ago now, uh, I have not eaten a salad. And nor have I uh, opened up a big bag of greens and stir-fried them, which I used to do routinely uh, pretty much every night as a meal centerpiece. And that was, you know, a pretty big slap in the face to these lifelong assumptions that these um, vegetables were universally regarded as healthy with no downsides and uh, presented as dietary centerpieces for the human. This is a lot of uh, modern marketing and cultural uh, forces uh, touting a plant-based diet as healthier, more sustainable, more eco-friendly than going and eating your red meat, which has been demonized for so 
along. And it's wonderful to see this stuff getting unwound uh, successfully by the leaders. And um, I, I don't want to... Um, uh, you know, get pigeonholed into uh, recommending this uh, strict and highly distinct diet, but it's great to open your mind and realize that um, not only do you uh, not need vegetables to be a healthy person, they might possibly be harming a certain percentage of the population that has sensitivity to the plant toxins. And so when I'm sitting there looking at my salad, um, in the aftermath of listening to Saladino and Ben Greenfield get deep into it in May of 2019, um, I realized, you know, yeah, it does, uh, it feels good to, to crunch on some, some crunchy raw vegetables. Uh, but I also had uh, a fair amount of gas, bloating, and digestive discomfort in association with eating, especially raw vegetables, uh, but also the cooked vegetables from those categories of high plant toxicity. Hey, listeners, I discovered an awesome new electrolyte and triple enzyme powdered drink that's going to knock your socks off. It's called Bala Enzyme. And it comes in a convenient little pouch of bright orange powder that you pour into water for the ultimate electrolyte and antioxidant drink. It's simple, convenient, and yes, the orange tint comes from a potent serving of turmeric along with a clean and diverse assortment of enzymes and electrolytes and a perfect taste that's not fake or too sweet. Bala was created by husband and wife doctors to help their patients recover from inflammation, improve hydration, speed up recovery, even relieve joint pain, improve digestion, and boost immunity. I love their incredible devotion to product quality. There's a lot of research behind it, and I just sprinkle this packet into ice water, and it's so easy to stay hydrated because you absolutely enjoy the taste of the drink. Get their convenient little packets. They even designed it with the, uh, the tear half-torn so it's easy to open into the water. I love what they think of. And it comes in three exciting flavors, pineapple, lime, and berry. It's so potent, it might stain your fingers if you get it on your fingers. And yes, that's a good thing for a serving of turmeric that's that potent. It's also sugar-free, zero-carb, and promoting of the three R's, rehydrate, relieve, and revive. Please visit balaenzyme.com, B-A-L-A-E-N-Z-Y-M-E. And of course, there's a special deal for BRAD podcast listeners, 30% off your first order. Just use the code BRAD30 at balaenzyme.com. So I've transitioned uh, over into the least offensive plant foods that still have great nutrient density. And these would be things like the starchy vegetables, the underground, grown in the ground vegetables, such as sweet potatoes, squash. Uh, I even consume uh, popcorn as one of my indulgences, especially if I'm um, in the aftermath of hard workouts where my caloric intake naturally increases, including my carbohydrate intake. So um, I, I've reined that in a bit, especially if I'm trying to lose body fat as described in the popcorn show. Uh, but it's been an interesting transition over to uh, enjoying uh, more fruit, more of the least offensive carbohydrates, and uh, staying away from some of the stuff that indeed has a lot of nutritional properties, nutritional benefits. Uh, you know, your raw kale smoothie uh, filled with uh, celery and beets and carrots and kale that I used to drink on a regular basis is also filled with high level levels of plant toxins. So um, going for the, the nutrient superstars as represented on our carnivore scores chart. So I, I, um, I promoted ButcherBox. I have that discount. I also shop at uswellnessmeats.com. They have great selection 
of animal organs, especially liver from different animals. Uh, they have heart, they have kidney that I've ordered from them, uh, great shipping. And they also have um, uh, liverwurst and Braunschweiger, which are in these tubes where you just slice it up, pan fry it, and it's a delicious way to integrate more organs, especially liver, into your diet. And it doesn't have that strong taste of liver that uh, is a turnoff to some people. So I will chow on that like crazy. And then when I go to the supermarket, I'll get the very best pasture-raised eggs I can find. Um, I have a fair amount of uh, full fat yogurt and um, sweet potatoes. I'm especially fond of the purple sweet potatoes that I first discovered uh, in Hawaii. Uh, purple on the outside and the inside as uh, distinguished from uh, the ones that are purple on the outside and yellow on the inside. But those uh, purple sweet potatoes, I believe they're really high in fiber because they're uh, more dense than uh, the the orange ones that are uh, more popular or the yellow ones. And then uh, since I've talked about chocolate so much, um, I'm going to give some of my favorite websites. Uh, you, we had that great show with Sean Askinosi, the founder, proprietor of Askinosi Chocolate uh, in St. Louis, and he makes some of the greatest chocolate in the world. And I especially loved during his show where he talked about the importance of sourcing a premium bean-to-bar artisan dark chocolate where uh, they have designations like fair trade and bean-to-bar such that the manufacturer knows the origin of their cocoa beans and the farmer was fairly treated and fairly compensated. So that's the fair trade designation on the label or the bean to bar designation. And he talked about that price point. We're so familiar with going to the store, even a health food store like Whole Foods Market will have an assortment of uh, dark chocolate selections, some of them with very eco-earthy, evolved uh, labeling and names. And this stuff comes from the the chocolate machine, uh, the mainstream machine, which is uh, in many cases sourcing the beans from countries in Africa with poorly regulated uh, working conditions. Conditions. And uh, Sean went so far as to say, if you're buying a chocolate bar, uh, a three ounce chocolate bar for three bucks or four bucks, you can be assured that you are supporting child slave labor in Africa. Holy crap. If that's not going to set you straight, <laughs> what is? And interestingly, that dynamic also probably holds for uh, a variety of other uh, food categories like uh, wine and, and so forth. But when I'm looking for my dark chocolate, I am absolutely looking to pay a premium price to make sure that farmer was fairly compensated. So you can learn more information at askinosi.com. Some of my other favorites are cocorunners.com, and that is a distributorship located in the United Kingdom, and they have probably 50 different uh, types of artisan bean-to-bar dark chocolate at 80% or higher sourced from around the world. So I'm picking and choosing and trying new stuff all the time. My favorite from them is Pump Street. That's an 85% dark chocolate bar with the beans sourced from Ecuador and made on Pump Street in uh, some city in the United Kingdom. I want to discuss the incredible benefits of red light therapy and how you can get started with Mito Red Light. Mito, like mitochondria, red light makes the premier light therapy devices in the world and at incredibly affordable prices. I stand in front of my Mito Pro 1500 unit every morning, carefully exposing my eyeballs, other important balls, and my entire body to special wavelengths of red and near 
infrared light. When I tell people about my daily devotion to red light therapy, they typically ask, does this stuff really work? And the answer is yes. And there are thousands of studies supporting its effectiveness. Here's how. It's called photobiomodulation where specific wavelengths of red and near-infrared light, red's visible, near-infrared is not visible, that's why it looks like only half of your panel's working, these wavelengths help mitochondria in cells throughout your body produce more energy and clear waste products more efficiently. Red light exposure helps mobilize nitric oxide trapped in the mitochondria and allows oxygen to return to the cell and increase ATP production. The benefits are proven again and again for skin health, muscle recovery, joint pain, and numerous inflammatory conditions. Red light therapy is also beneficial for circadian rhythm alignment because we generally get far too little direct sunlight and too much indoor blue light from screens and light bulbs at the wrong times. You don't hear much about this benefit of red light therapy, but when I turn on those lights, first thing in the morning. As soon as I wake up, I walk across the hall, I stand in front of the panels, and I feel instantly awake and energized. And believe me, there's a lot of days where Mr. Health Guy here wakes up feeling a little groggy and a little whiny, like I don't want to right get up now and get into my morning exercise routine. But when I stand in front of the lights, in one minute, I swear I feel wide awake. I get all that grogginess out naturally. It's super powerful, super effective, besides all the healing and the cellular benefits. I also love it for being a natural wake-up machine. You have to try red light therapy. I am certain that you will become a devoted user. And guess what? Mito Red Light offers a 60-day no-risk trial period and a special 5% discount for B-Rad podcast listeners. Just visit Mito Red Light, M-I-T-O, redlight.com, and use the code BRAD on any of their products. Go for it today and get started on your red light journey. I want to tell you about wildhealth.com. They're an online provider of comprehensive precision medicine and health consultation services. They offer DNA analysis, custom lab panels, extensive medical intake form with family history and lifestyle preferences, and regular online visits with a board-certified precision medicine physician and a health coach whom you can message anytime through their convenient app. Wild Health evaluates your data to determine what you need for nutrition, exercise, sleep, and supplements, and you can experiment, consult, and retest to get everything dialed in. You'll get a cutting-edge epigenetic test of DNA methylation to calculate your all-important biological age and have fun lowering your age over time instead of following the mainstream path to accelerated aging. It's time to strive for awesome instead of just normal. Did you realize that only 6.8% of Americans are deemed metabolically healthy and only 2% are declared optimal? That's disgraceful, but you can turn things around quickly. Please visit wildhealth.com and you will see that this is the absolute gold standard of personalized medicine and it's available to you right now. Telemedicine available anywhere in the USA. Wild Health is generously extending BRAD podcast listeners 20% off the cost of membership. 
Just visit wildhealth.com/brad or use the code brad20 at checkout to get 20% off and start taking control of your health today at wildhealth.com/brad. Used to be a bread factory. They took it over, started making chocolate. Uh, oh my gosh, it's absolutely fabulous. I found it uh, at a retail location only once, and that's at the wonderful Erwan store uh, in Los Angeles, California. So, hey, if you're in LA, make a, make a pilgrimage to Erwan. They got great stuff, including the best selection of artisan bean to bar dark chocolate I've ever seen at a store. And just to slam Whole Foods a little bit, their entire selection of chocolate at numerous stores that I visited do not adhere uh, to these ideals. And so you're looking at uh, much less expensive bars and you're looking at the ingredient list and you're seeing uh, commodity ingredients like chocolate, chocolate liqueur, dark chocolate as the lead ingredient rather than uh, the necessity of seeing uh, cacao beans as the lead ingredient, which implies that the manufacturer of that bar um, uh, roasted the beans. They found the origin. The, the beans were shipped in a gunny sack to their factory, and they did the roasting and the conching and the processing themselves, knowing where the beans came from. And in contrast, what the chocolate machine is doing, the big manufacturing and, and distributing, uh, they are taking all the beans, uh, harvesting with much less uh, quality control and uh, discrimination. And so they're getting all these beans, even the rotten ones, and roasting the heck out of them, uh, burning them essentially to kill uh, the unpleasant taste of perhaps a rotten bean, and then dumping a bunch of sugar, especially when we're talking about chocolate bars below uh, the 70-80% uh, uh, cacao uh, content, um, you're throwing a bunch of sugar in there so you can't taste much of what possibly is an inferior quality uh, cacao bean. So as we continue with my plug for the very best dark chocolate, visit CocoRunners.com, try a few. They have a, a sort function where you can put in uh, 80 to 100 uh, percent cacao level and then you know look at your choices askandnosy.com you must try his 88% dark and also the peppermint bar dark peppermint uh, absolutely delicious and then there's a bunch with flavorings like the orange and the peanut butter uh, so you'll have fun there i also love lily bell farms in central point oregon near medford uh, so that's a great website, and their 80% Dark Star Bar is one of the best I've ever had. Uh, had a great visit to Hawaii in recent months, two different islands, two different trips, and discovered Puna chocolate on the Big Island. Uh, so the beans are grown right there on the Big Island of Hawaii, and they have a fantastic 90% bar. And then I discovered a very small farm with um, these uh, gentlemen and gentlewomen farmers, retired couple from Utah, and they started this wonderful farm on the island of Kauai called Hulao Chocolate, H-O-U-L-A-U. And they don't have, they're not open for business uh, due to the quarantine. They used to have tours. And so I found this lady, tracked her down, and we met at Roadside for an actual drug deal where we exchanged cash for chocolate. It was super fun. And um, this is one of the best bars I've tasted. They have an incredible 70% bar with this amazing fruity uh, taste. And you're talking about going straight to the farmer. They started this thing out as a dream, started growing the beans. It takes many years to harvest. They built a facility at, at great um, effort and took a long time to uh, actually roast and process the chocolate right there. So that is, that is getting deep into uh, the ambition to have a real bean-to-bar um, small farmer experience. Okay.
And guess what? Uh, these bars were two ounces, and they cost $10 per bar. So that's $5 an ounce. That's on the very high side. But oh my gosh, what a pleasure to exchange uh, funds with this lady who's smiling and hoping I'm going to love her chocolate. And uh, that's a big difference from supporting the machine and child slave labor in Africa. Um, I hope you can take this message to heart and change your uh, consumption habits because that's the only way to change things. Uh, so again, I mentioned looking for cacao beans as the first ingredient on the label and perhaps a bean-to-bar designation or a fair trade designation is also nice. Uh, the commodity ingredients are things like uh, cocoa mass, cocoa butter, chocolate, chocolate liqueur. Uh, so stay away from that stuff. Forget it and um, complain to your local Whole Foods branch that they need to get some better choices in there. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's a good amount of chocolate discussion and Whole Foods bashing, except I also take them to task for having canola oil all over the store and in a variety of ingredients they're selling, as well as in the foods in the hot bar. Absolutely disgraceful. Can't believe it. Um, but uh, we're still trying to uh, help my friend here and all of you listening with some turnarounds with the uh, dietary strategy and then into exercise and uh, sleep and stress management. But we have to get those hyper-palatable, highly processed foods out of the diet, the big three of refined grains, sugars, and industrial seed oils, and then create this opportunity to succeed by preparing these wonderful nutrient-dense meals that you enjoy. That's why we got off on the chocolate tangent um, and uh, the carnivore scores chart and you're all set up for success with the C&C style or whatever works for you if you want to uh, tweak that a little bit. So then I, I ran down my typical day of lots of chocolate, the morning super fuel high protein smoothie, and the evening centered upon uh, the, the nutrient-dense animal products, especially ButcherBox and uswellnessmeats.com. I gave you the numerous websites to check out uh, some artisan dark chocolate. And now we're going to uh, land on the exercise uh, topic. And so um, here, uh, my friend uh, talked about wanting to lose some of that extra belly fat, which is such a prominent complaint, especially as males age and females um, starting to accumulate uh, this type of fat in the midsection called visceral fat. We've talked about it on numerous shows. It has a bunch of adverse health consequences. And so it really is the uh, quintessential battle against the aging process is you want to keep this visceral fat off your body. You want to prevent the accumulation of visceral belly fat uh, as you age. Uh, because if you start to add a bit of visceral fat, it is actually considered uh, technically its own organ because it secretes uh, inflammatory substances into the bloodstream. They're called inflammatory cytokines. And so this visceral fat is making uh, bad stuff, dumping it into your bloodstream, and it leads to a variety of adverse health consequences. One of them is called aromatization, and that is where you convert testosterone into estrogen due to a state of systemic inflammation in the body. And so you have whatever testosterone you're making at whatever age, you're, you're, you're trying your hardest to hang on to your, uh, your masculinity, your male virility. And so if you're 40 or you're 50 or whatever, um, you are working with what you got. 
And then uh, if you are in an inflammatory state, as evidenced by the accumulation of belly fat, you're going to convert that testosterone into estrogen. Hey, man, how's your sexual function? Oh, uncomfortable talking about it? Look, we talk about our injured knees, our belly fat, so it's time to get focused on function. I want to tell you about Gaines Wave. This is a cutting-edge protocol where a handheld device sends low-intensity shock waves into your penile blood vessels to stimulate a healing response and promote increased blood circulation and the growth of new blood vessels. A skilled practitioner puts the Gaines Wave magic wand onto your magic wand, and after a series of 6 to 12 very brief treatments, which are painless but extremely effective, you get real results. Gaines Wave reports an 80% success rate. Now, we know that popping pills is a popular penile protocol, but when you're working with clogged pipes, you just get a temporary Band-Aid effect when you take prescription drugs. Gaines Wave addresses the cause of age-related decline by stimulating growth factors and activating dormant stem cells. Translation, stronger, harder, more sustainable erections. I learned about Gainsway from my podcast guest, Dr. Judson Brandeis at the Brandeis MD Clinic in Northern California, and there's a robust network of Gainswave providers that you can find on their website near you. Complete a series of treatments, and the beneficial effects will last for a long time, especially if you eat and exercise well to promote overall vascular health. It's a tune-up for your equipment, and while it's great for ED, Gaines Wave is for any man that wants to combat the effects of aging and get a little boost for your A-game. So please visit GainesWave.com slash Brad. That's G-A-I-N-S-W-A-V-E dot com slash B-R-A-D to find a practitioner in your area, and you can take advantage of my special promotion, buy six treatments, and get one free. You have nothing to lose and lots to gain from gainswave.com slash Brad. I'm so excited to introduce you to Paluva. This is a new zero-drop minimalist shoe with the distinctive five-toe design from my main man, Mark Sisson. Paluvas give you the most authentic barefoot-style experience, but with sufficient cushioning so you can use them for all manner of daily movement, especially walking and many other fitness and athletic activities. Paluvas are also incredibly stylish, so you get a barefoot shoe that you're not embarrassed to wear around in daily life. It's been so cool to see the popularity of minimalist shoes grow over the recent years, but Paluvas are a step ahead of every other zero-drop wide-box shoe because of the critical feature of individual five-toe articulation, a separate slot for each of your toes. This allows for correct dynamic movement of the foot through the walking or running stride, which is impossible when your toes are encased into a single box, even a wide box. Well, you might know that minimalist shoes have faced controversy in recent years for causing injuries from inappropriate use. So here is the big picture mission. We want to get you walking in paluvas, living in your paluvas, going barefoot in your home or other safe areas as often as possible. Go ahead and use your specialized cushiony running shoes or your basketball shoes, work boots, high heels, things that you want to wear when you want to wear them, but wear your Paluvas as much as possible to reawaken the natural functionality of the human foot to stand, walk, run, and perform. Do you want to try a pair? 
I'm certain that when you put them on and walk around, you are going to quickly realize that these are the most comfortable, natural shoes that you've ever worn. They're designed to feel like you're, quote, walking barefoot on a putting green. Please visit paluva.com, that's P-E-L-U-V-A, and use the code Brad podcast and get 10% off your first pair. Paluvas, let your feet be feet. Um, people who take supplemental testosterone in the presence of an unhealthy physique and unhealthy lifestyle practices are uh, washing that effort down the drain because that supplemental testosterone, it might give them an initial boost for a while. And then in an unhealthy body, um, the extra testosterone is going to be aromatized into estrogen. Um, that's where you get the accumulation of uh, breast tissue in the man. There's all kinds of funny nickname uh, for that man cans, bitch tits, all those kind of things, and none of it's any good, and it's an indication of an excess of estrogen, perhaps driven by trying to um, take supplemental testosterone. Okay, so how do we keep the belly fat off? Of course, you have a well-formulated exercise program, and especially getting rid of the, uh, the toxic foods from your diet. And so, uh, to summarize the importance of this here, if you can stay uh, lean and strong and keep that muscle mass and uh, minimize, eliminate that visceral fat, um, that means you are going to be able to uh, see your abdominals, preserve your testosterone, prevent the accumulation of a spare tire. And if you let things go a little bit, spare tire leads to inflammation, leads to aromatization, leads to accelerated aging, and the accumulation of a further spare tire. Okay, so that's a bad deal. Um, so my friend mentioned in his uh, email that he wants to uh, see his abs again, not for, uh, you know, it, it, not the not the um, compelling purpose of his life, but the, uh, the introduction of um, what we call extrinsic goals. That would be looking good, uh, you know, to, to uh, show off your six pack and become a sensation on social media accordingly. Um, that's fine. Mark Sisson has uh, long touted the fitness goal of LGN, that stands for looking good naked, and the psychologists uh, confirm that these extrinsic, extrinsic goals can be uh, very powerful, beneficial, but the combining of intrinsic and extrinsic goals is where you get the most value and the most long-lasting success with all manner of goals, including, uh, you know, let's say, uh, financial goals or what have you in other realms. And so the intrinsic goal is you're doing things because you, you love it, um, you're answering to a higher purpose, you're part of a bigger, uh, you're part of a community uh, when you're on a, a, a team or what have you, and um, you want to find an elegant way to combine those. So uh, my friend wants to see his abs again, but also to realize that if you can reveal your abs, all kinds of great things are going on in your body, and you're preserving your testosterone, and you're delaying the aging process. So both of those can go hand in hand. Uh, let's see, I have a personal reference point in this area because I really, really want to look good as I'm going over the high jump bar. <laughs> Get it? Uh, they go hand in hand. So 
if I have the extrinsic goal of looking good and uh, showing a six pack and, and low body fat and being lean and mean, um, it's driven by this I- intense, uh, deep purpose and satisfaction and passion that I have for excelling in the event of high jump, which I reminded you uh, from my coach, Victor, when we first met and he asked me if I was going to reduce my body fat two minutes after meeting me. I'm like, uh, I guess so, coach, because it is so important when you're getting up and off the ground. So that's my uh, driving reason to uh, keep my body fat low is because I can uh, fly over the bar much better. Okay, so try to uh, design that winning formula yourself, uh, set up some nice extrinsic goals, but develop a really clear purpose and a passion for the process, uh, regardless of this, uh, the end results, uh, de-emphasizing the end results and letting, letting them happen as a natural consequence of a compelling purpose to be athletic, to be fit, to be healthy, uh, to reveal your abs again so that you can age appropriately rather than in an accelerated manner. Uh, another uh, point of discussion here, especially directed to someone who uh, has been a lifelong endurance athlete, is that I'm urging my friend to discard this endurance athlete struggle and suffer mentality forever and ever. Uh, Because especially those that got deep into the extreme uh, pursuit of these endurance goals, we did not do right by our health. Uh, the training patterns of an Ironman triathlete are, uh, do not go hand in hand with, with health or good immune function, function or good hormonal status because they're chronically stressful. Um, so what we want to do when we're performing these appropriate workouts, especially the high intensity workouts, is to change the mindset and focus on quality and precision execution and excellent technique and explosiveness and power rather than struggling and suffering through a workout uh, with with declining performance, declining technique, and ending up depleted and exhausted. So the proper way to inject high-intensity exercise into your training schedule is uh, during short workouts that are relatively short in duration and explosive and energizing instead of exhausting. Uh, I had that great show with my friend Dr. Craig Marker uh, talking about his transformative article titled Hit Versus Hurt, and that is uh, recalibrating this popular concept of high intensity interval training into a more appropriate and beneficial and less risky high intensity repeat training. So these exhaustive prolonged workouts where you're sprinting again and again during spinning class and getting really tired and dreaming of a hot fudge Sunday at the end uh, that has been shown to uh, disrupt healthy hormone status and lead to overeating, burnout, fatigue, suppressed immune function as opposed to going out there and performing like a real athlete and curtailing workouts when you notice even the slightest degradation in your technique or the accumulation of fatigue or something wrong like a little twinge in your muscle, uh, tightness in your lower back. That's not what appropriate high-intensity training is all about. Um, So it goes back to uh, the primal blueprint fitness approach that we've been talking about since back in 2008, where we honor the patterns of our hunter-gatherer ancestors and engage in frequent, everyday, low-level, low-intensity movement 
uh, regular resistance exercise. Mark Sisson calls it lift heavy things. And finally, the occasional brief all-out sprint session to trigger those maximum awesome hormonal benefits uh, of the appropriate stimulation of the fight-or-flight response with a, a, a true all-out effort that then uh, delivers an awesome hormonal response and fitness adaptation. So if you get competent at sprinting, you, by definition or by default, get competent and superior at all uh, lower levels of exercise intensity. So we're talking about walking around, moving around a lot, doing an appropriately paced aerobic workout where um, you're keeping your heart rate in that zone of 180 minus your age in beats per minute or below. And then with the strength training, um, we want to get in there and uh, hoist heavy weight. That might be doing body weight exercises. That might be actually pumping iron. It might be working with machines, which are safer. And it might be doing the very popular now um, resistance uh, band exercises, uh, such as the X3 bar that I talk about or the stretch cords, uh, less expensive, simpler version of just pulling on resistance tubing and uh, gaining an appropriate uh muscle stimulation there to promote uh, strength. And um, that is, you know, something that's simple for everyone to do because it's not time consuming. The sprinting is not time consuming and the strength training can be performed even in uh, a pattern of micro workouts that interrupt these periods of inactivity, which are so unhealthy during the day. And you can uh, mix these in and have a tremendous cumulative effect uh, on your fitness by just getting into a habit of dropping for a set of 20 deep squats during the workday that probably takes one minute. And it's a a great workout, especially when you add it up. And we talk a year later that you're that type of person that will pull the stretch cords when you um, walk by that door or uh, lift a kettlebell and do a few swings and all the examples that I've used on my uh, shows about micro workouts. So um, I'm writing uh, to inform my friend that what's really worked for me is this morning exercise routine that I talk so much about because I'm covering my bases every single day and turning it into a wonderful habit uh, that frames my behavior for the rest of the day and elevates the fitness platform from which I launch all formal workouts. I'm a huge fan of micro workouts because it helps you fly under the radar uh, and uh, avoid those risks of overdoing it, as I described with this exhaustion, fatigue, burnout, degradation of technique that happened during these uh, prolonged workouts. So you get those micro workouts going and you can get strong and fit and explosive uh, without the risks or the time-consuming nature and the complexity of doing uh, a formal strength training session and then uh, getting out there and getting competent in sprinting is one of the uh, most compelling lifestyle goals that you can have to be fit and active and uh, age gracefully is to do some brief explosive all-out sprints once in a while. Obviously, weight-bearing sprints are the best because they help build bone density and they send a powerful genetic signal to reduce excess body fat because the penalty for carrying excess body fat along on a uh, a high-impact weight-bearing activity is tremendous. Now, if you don't have the competency or you need to uh, ramp up to be able to one day run sprints on flat ground, you can do low or no-impact sprinting, such as on the exercise bicycle or other cardio equipment, or working up to perhaps running sprints up hills, which is much less impact than going on flat ground, and then steady, steady progressing to 
uh, that wonderful goal of being able to get a basic level of competency, you know, going fast for just uh, five seconds, 10 seconds, nothing, nothing terribly strenuous, uh, but moving at an explosive rate. Okay. Um, and then if you are into that cardio scene and becoming an enthusiast of uh, group exercise or group training, uh, running on the roads, entering the events, make sure that the vast majority of your steady state cardiovascular exercise is at these aerobic heart rates of 180 minus your age in beats per minute below. And just to... Um, uh, finish up, we should have a little plug toward sleep here. Um, it probably arguably could be the very first thing to talk about when someone's emailing me, asking me for uh, advice, how to turn around their life. But uh, everything flows downstream from establishing a foundation of excellent sleeping habits. And so, oh my gosh, I mean, the widespread effects of sleep on your appetite, your satiety hormones, uh, the ability to uh, repair cellular damage after workouts, control inflammation, all this stuff. Uh, and if you don't get uh, sufficient sleep, you're going to become <laughs> or turn into a tired, hungry, uh, overeating, high cortisol, high stress production, uh, fat storing organism. It's as simple as that. So um, the idea of like toughing it out and glorifying uh, which is I've often seen, especially when you see the pairing of setting an alarm to go do a workout in the morning, that really doesn't make good sense from a body composition standpoint, a stress management standpoint, or a recovery standpoint. So if you're having to set your alarm uh, to get up and blast a workout before your busy day comes up, um, I, I strongly recommend uh, rewinding the tape and looking at your evening habits because I feel like all of us have a lot more free time and flexibility and uh, loose hours in the evening where we're tired after a busy day and we decide to indulge in screen entertainment or whatever we're doing. Um, but we could possibly have some potential there to turn back the bedtime a little bit in order to wake up in the morning feeling naturally refreshed and energized without needing an alarm or with needing a soft alarm like the birds chirping on your phone or the, the raindrops falling at an escalated rate or all the cool stuff they have now to wake up gracefully. But if you're having to uh, slam yourself out of bed, that's going to be an unsustainable strategy that could very well compromise um, your adherence to long-term goals. Um, it's also interesting to understand uh, the variation in sleep needs, because I'm often wondering, am I just being a wuss here that I need uh, nine hours in the winter and eight hours in the summer? Um, it seems like a lot, and so many people get by with much better than me. Um, ben Greenfield just cited some research that um, almost all of us fall into this uh, optimal sleep window of six to nine hours. And people who are sleeping more than that often correlated with um, increased mortality risk and uh, disease and poor health. Of course, you can understand that. People can't get out of bed. They got all kinds of weird stuff going on, uh, prescription medications, uh, abusive lifestyle practices. Okay, but six to nine hours is a huge range. And very few people, in fact, can thrive on six hours of sleep. There's a lot of talk about these genetic markers for uh, the light sleepers. And Dr. Matthew Walker contends that it's like, 
like uh, 1% or thereabouts of the population can really do well on that. But probably 10 or 15 or 20% of people think that they're in that category where they can do just fine with six hours, but it's not really true. Um, I was so comforted uh, to uh, learn from my podcast guest and good friend Mark Allen, the greatest triathlete of all time. Uh, ESPN named him the athlete of the century for his amazing exploits dominating triathlon for so many years. And he says that he needs nine to 10 hours of sleep every night. And I'm like, oh my gosh, if Mark Allen can do that, then I'm going to feel validated uh, when I'm getting that extra sleep. Okay, so a quick, quick summary of everything. Um, We want to clean out the pantry and ditch those big three toxic modern foods, especially uh, the wheat and the sugar and the addictive properties that they have and the extremely health-destructive refined industrial seed oils that inflict immediate damage on the cellular level when you ingest them. Uh, Then, as we're we're cleaning out our pantry and setting ourselves up to win, we want to surround yourself uh, with success factors. So that means uh, wonderful mealtime habits and also uh, eating these nutrient-dense meals that you enjoy and that you feel like you can stick to and uh, have no problem, you know, existing uh, with these meal choices rather than feeling deprived and and dreaming and wishing that you could uh, go back to the pizza place and stuff your face. And so that's when I uh, talked at length about my 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 chocolate uh Uh, fascination and the way that I've designed this uh, kind of narrowly focused diet where I'm just locked into my favorite stuff and eating it and enjoying it. Um, Then we go to exercise and we want to get this whole scene dialed. uh, First and foremost, avoiding those overly stressful chronic patterns that many exercise enthusiasts engage in, especially those with that endurance mentality uh, that I'm directing this uh, to my my friend that started the whole conversation is you got to put that aside and just take good care of yourself and exercise appropriately rather than in an overly stressful manner. So number one is avoid the chronic patterns. Um, Consider establishing a daily movement routine so you can be sure that you get it done and you get wired into habit. Uh, You must include high-intensity exercise where you're putting your body under resistance load of some kind and engaging in brief all-out sprints. And then the micro-workouts deserve a spot and the high-priority list because They're so easy and doable, and they have so many other peripheral benefits like breaking up prolonged periods of stillness. And then finally, prioritizing sleep. And the best way to do that is to go look at your evening habits, scrutinize, and see if you can set that bedtime back if necessary. And also creating the ideal environment, uh, which basically is a cave. You want your sleeping, your bedroom to be completely dark. You want to be cool. So 68 or below is the ideal sleeping temperature. Uh, The mattress pads are helpful for that, like Chili Pad, where you can set the mattress uh, on a water cooling system to be at a low temperature and then get under covers. So the winning formula is to have a cool room and a cool mattress, but appropriately warm skin. So you have your pajamas or or covers or whatever you need to get that winning combination there. Um, Your sleeping environment should be uh, clutter-free and peaceful and um, a place where your brain can relax and facilitate sleep. And you want to minimize artificial light and digital stimulation after dark, as I've talked about so many times. So that means uh, perhaps donning the the red glasses, the orange-tinted glasses with UV protection, uh, switching to some orange light bulbs, or using those Himalayan salt lamps or candlelight or firelight as your light sources rather than the intense blasting uh, light from light bulbs and overhead lighting uh, that it looks white in color, but they call it blue light because that's the uh, the blue 
on the UV spectrum. And so you can uh, do great measures to just tone down your evening experience, dark, cool, quiet, and then set yourself up again, just like with food, set yourself up for optimal sleeping by creating the ideal environment and behavior patterns. And that, my friends, is a quick rundown, not really, but a comprehensive rundown, hopefully simple and easy to follow and very doable for everyone to boost your health and fitness, turn the corner if some bad habits and patterns have creeped in, and delay the aging process. Thank you so much for listening. Love to know what you think about this and maybe some of your own personal goals you can share. We'll cover those in a Q&A and a comment episode. We always love to hear from you on all manners. Podcast at bradventures.com, and we so much appreciate you spreading the word, sending clips to your friends through your podcast player app, and if you haven't left a review already on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, excuse me, or wherever you listen to podcasts, um, if you could do that, that would be a huge favor. I know it's time-consuming. Um, it doesn't have to be a long review, but whatever's, whatever you're feeling, post it up there, and boy, when those reviews post, it really helps with the algorithms and uh, the the attention the show gets. And guess what? If you put a review up and then email uh, a copy of it, I don't know, screenshot or just, we trust you, just write your review, paste it into the email. We will enter you in a contest to win a free jar of Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece. Not just one. I'll give away like 10 uh, over the next uh, couple months if we can get 10 or 12 or 20 or 50 reviews up there. Hey, if there's only 10 and I'm giving away 10, that's pretty good odds for going and leaving a review. Yeah, it's that important. So thanks for considering the... Uh, uh, the exercise, and um, that would be a big help. Thanks for listening, too. Take care. It's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Hey, this is going to be one of my favorite commercials because I get to introduce you to the delicious, nutritious, life-changing Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece. This is a mind-blowing nut butter blend that will soon ascend to your number one go-to snack, treat, or accoutrement for anything from dark chocolate, a cucumber celery smear, or mixed in with yogurt, oatmeal, cheesecake, or with a spoon right into your mouth, heading south. Let me, let me, let me tell you what I created in my kitchen through whirlwind experimentation and an extreme sampling to my VIP product testing crew across the nation so far with 100% approval. In this beautiful jar, we have macadamia nuts, walnuts, cashews, the rare and precious coconut butter, coconut flakes, cacao nibs, real ancient sea salt, and organic MCT oil. Every single ingredient has been sourced to origin to be the very best we could find from around the world for the absolute highest purity and nutritional value. We run this product in small batches with a boutique family business in the Pacific Northwest, and everything is cold-pressed to preserve nutritional value. So if you like eating healthy, it's a dream come true for all those who are keto, primal, paleo, and vegan vegetarian too. I come in peace, my global healthy living friends. Masterpiece, that is. Try some now and it will change your life. I promise. If you don't like it, send it back to me. I'll eat it. You can order Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece on Amazon. Simple, simple. Or if you're bold, daring, and adventurous, buy three and get a bottle free at bradventures.com. Buy six and we'll send you eight. Christmas shopping early instead of late at bradventures.com. Check it out. Brad's Macadamia Masterpiece. Uh.
Thank you for listening to the show. I love sharing the experience with you and greatly appreciate your support. Please email podcast at bradventures.com with feedback, suggestions, and questions for the Q&A shows. Subscribe to our email list at bradkearns.com for a weekly blast about the published episodes and a wonderful bi-monthly newsletter edition with informative articles and practical tips for all aspects of healthy living. You can also download several awesome free ebooks when you subscribe to the email list. And if you could go to the trouble to leave a five or five star review with Apple Podcasts or wherever else you listen to the shows, that would be super incredibly awesome. It helps raise the profile of the BRAD podcast and attract new listeners. And did you know that you can share a show with a friend or loved one by just hitting a few buttons in your player and firing off a text message? My awesome podcast player called Overcast allows you to actually record a soundbite excerpt from the episode you're listening to and fire it off with a quick text message. Thank you so much for spreading the word. And remember, be rad.